This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Time for a break from it all? Visit Orlando, Florida with loved ones, or leave them at home and come alone. There are luxury vacation homes near Disney World to rent by the night, the week, or the month. Vacation to Florida Vacation Rentals offers condos, townhomes, and four- to eight-bedroom pool homes in five-star resorts that feature golf courses, water parks, restaurants, spas, and much more. Staying in a Vacation to Florida home will change the way you vacation forever. Their homes feature swimming pools, hot tubs, billiards, game rooms, home theaters, free Wi-Fi, gorgeous views, and so much more. You'll love staying in a Vacation to Florida home because it's professionally managed and maintained. Just log on to VacationToFlorida.com. That's Vacation, the number two, Florida.com. Or download the app and be able to book your next day right in the palm of your hands. The Vacation to Florida app provides you with the best attractions and entertainment, top restaurants in the area, as well as live calendar events. Come stay with VacationToFlorida.com or download the app in your app store. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Great to have you here. It's really good to see you today. Oh man! Even though, thank you. Technically, oh, not you, Jeff. We can't. We we can't see you. Definitely not you, Jeff. Not you. In in any way. No. But you said it's. No, not you. We're talking to you. We're talking to you. How about this this story last night, uh, which is one of the worst things. I mean, you know, this is happening all too often lately. It happened in New York, and now it's happened in Ferguson. After months and months of buildup of uh, calling uh, police officers racist in Ferguson, uh, the unsurprising, uh, I guess, uh, 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 result of that. Uh, and, you know, we can get into the blame on this in, in just a minute. But uh, the two police officers uh, were shot, of course, overnight. Uh, one is 41 years old, the other 32 Shootings came uh, at a rally right in front of the police headquarters. Uh, here is the raw video, and this is, I guess, on a live stream from a cell phone. Um, live, this is the raw video of when it happens, and then you can hear, what to me is the most interesting about this, is listen to the immediate mm-hmm. reaction of all the protesters in the area. Watch. That is unbelievable. Okay, there was just gunfire, and now cops have guns drawn. Yeah, you would think they would draw their guns after gunfire, and two of them had been shot. Yeah, I hope they've drawn their guns. Yeah. Uh, and you got to go, acknowledgement nine months ago to prevent this from happening. Right, because if they would have, yeah, right, that's exactly like, it. Surely, uh, you, you just had the freaking uh, police uh, department, a uh, chief of police step down. 
So, I mean, is that acknowledgement? I mean, even though even none of though the causes, nothing happened nothing, that was yeah, wrong, that even though nothing wrong happened. As far the as the Michael Brown thing, they still stepped down. Uh, Jeez, and then, uh, uh, so he's saying immediate re reaction is, oh, hey, you know, you guys, uh, uh, you know, if you would acknowledge this nine months ago, this wouldn't have happened. I mean, right after it, this guy's bleeding in the street. He was shot in the face. Yeah. 30 seconds later, they're, you know, taunting the officers. Go beyond that. And we didn't, uh, uh, we don't have all this video, but a couple seconds after that, uh, they do admit to uh, that those bullets came from right behind me or something. So they, so mm -hmm. any, there are people now trying to say, well, the police did it themselves. Uh, we, you know, the video clearly shows right. that that's not true. Right. And then beyond that, they turn around to a guy who's barbecuing. He's out there at the protest barbecuing, just cooking. They're like, you're just going to keep barbecuing? He's like, yep. It doesn't care at all that this police officer, these two police officers just got shot. Uh, you know, obviously two police officers, these guys are going to be okay, it looks like, which is good. Uh, the yeah. the, the uh, injuries are not life-threatening. Um, uh, but I, that's just going to add to the conspiracy theorists. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, you got shot in the face and it's not even, it's not even hurt? What? You know this is happening. Uh, but, I mean, in New York, they were not so lucky. Uh, they, you know, they were killed. Uh, it's, really, it's really frustrating. And, you know, the, the mindset of a person who moments after that is going to be, uh, you know, taunting the cops and then saying, complaining about them having their guns out. I mean, uh, you know, now Ed Schultz has a theory about this. Now, mm -hmm. he recorded this the night before two police officers were shot. And I don't even it's actually the night of. I guess it may have happened a little bit after midnight, so maybe the night before. Uh, but listen to this. This is from MSNBC yesterday. Uh, Ed Schultz outlining how to solve this big police problem we have. It's pretty brilliant. It's up to those people that, that, that live on avenues and streets that care about their future and their kids to step up and be a part of this change and do something. And this is going to be a story to watch for a long time. Michael, well, yeah, i got to say this right quick. I gotta say this right quick, but what we have to see is that if the police stop killing unarmed black men, that's the proof in the pudding. Not simply economic opportunity, but they've gotta stop being murdered unfairly. Okay. Well, I'll give you this one. What about disarming the police? What about just having them carry nightsticks and the authority to arrest? I mean, now it would take a brave person to do something like that, but if you really want to, there are places on the face of this earth that there are police officers that don't carry firearms. Now, you know, I know the right wing is going to think I'm crazy for saying that, but if you really want change, you have to institutionally show it to the people that that you want to do right, this right and right. Uh, that would be part of a big right. social engineering project if ferguson is going to turn around that's how i see it that's how he sees it and look you know there he is oh, say. i mean he's just trying to help i mean it, these are just common sense solutions coming from ed okay just common sense solutions what if you disarm police officers how about this what if they all carried Nerf guns? Mm. I'll do you one that? better. Why don't what about that? Police just leave. We don't need a police department. Okay. I hope it That's happens in Ferguson to test it. I hope they all walk off the freaking job today. And uh, let, 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 them, uh, let the city police itself for a little while. See what happens with that. Maybe that will happen. I can't imagine, uh, you know, if I were a police officer. This is why I'm not a police officer, by the way. But if I were a police officer, uh, bye bye I'd be, oh, yep, six-month vacation in, in, uh, in Florida coming my way, taking it right now. What if they all just wore a little sign on their chest that said, can't we all just get along? Look, now that might seem like a radical idea, and some people are going to laugh about that, and they're going to call me crazy for it. But if you want real change, 
Uh, you got to start somewhere. So what if they just wore a sign that said, hey, let's just be nice to one another? Yeah. What about that, <laughs> Stu? What if we just didn't do that? I consider that. I didn't. No, a lot of people don't. Seriously. Why? Because they're not thinking out of the box. That's, I'm trying to think out true. of the box here, and I'm thinking, hey, what if, what if we take away their gun, we take away their nightstick, we take away their taser, and instead we give them uh, we we give them a little sign, and the sign says something really nice on it, and I bet people would respond positively to that. That'd be a change. Uh, if you want real change in the society, that's what could bring it about. Let's start that in Ferguson. Right. Okay. Let's just start right. that. Yeah. Sign. This is the difference between uh, Ed that's Schultz all. and you know the rest of the progressive media. Is Ed Schultz is just dumb enough to say it. <laughs> You know, he says not, you know, everyone else so like, well, I'm not going to make so myself stupid. look like an idiot by saying there shouldn't be, a, cops shouldn't have guns. Uh, what if we disarm the police? Yeah, good idea. Good, good. You're so... Well, remember in the 1840s, the, uh, the police in London were disarmed. They didn't have guns back in the 1840s. What about that? There's places in the world uh, where you, you don't have guns. Like the, uh, the Tutsis and the Hutu tribes, some of those police officers don't have guns. Some of them don't. Nice Rwandan reference there. Thank like you. Like Thank it. you. Uh, you know, I mean, they're unarmed. Uh, some progressives will argue. I mean, like uh, Great Britain, for example, a lot of cops don't uh, have guns there. Uh, you know, in where? The, in Great Britain. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. I think they're armed now. Are they armed now? I think so. Yeah, that's been an argument for a long time. And it's not, it's not, not everywhere. I mean, there are, and I've read, I read another story about this. It feels like almost probably a year ago, which usually means it's like three years ago. Um, but uh, it, uh, about this and how, you know, it was an argument from a progressive saying, oh, well, you know, you don't need to arm police. It's not necessary. You can have a special squad, essentially, that for situations where you need this, they can be called upon, kind of like how you would use a, mm -hmm. a SWAT team. You know, come on. It's, it's, it's obviously it's insane. Stupid. You know, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's obviously insane, and everybody knows it. And I think even Ed, to some degree, knows it, judging by all the, well, everyone's going to think I'm crazy, <laughs> and everyone's going to know that yes. I'm dumb after I say this, but mm -hmm. I've already said it, so I have to come up with some rationalization to justify why I did. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what he, you know, that's the situation. So, I don't know. That's what Ed does. Ed will occasionally blurt out the thing that they are all talking about in the back in the halls. <laughs> he and does. He just, I think he does do that. Yeah, and they're all like, "Ed, that was between us, yeah. man." Yeah, we, we're, you this is our, to, you know, a fifty-year goal. Spill not, that. You're not supposed right. to say That's that. Not, yet. No, 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 honey. But he, he is. He's so butt stupid that he'll go ahead and. I mean, Chris Matthews is like that too. Chris Matthews, every once in a while, will blurt out something, and they're like. Chris, that's that's for behind the scenes. That's our inside voice. Okay, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. That's our inside the commie zone voice. Don't don't say that out loud, my friend. Okay, uh, it's it, it's unbelievable what they what they think and what they do and how they talk about the police and how this thing has been ratcheted up for the last year almost, and the police have been uh, demonized and and they've been presented as racists and. They're indiscriminate. And this guy, what's this guy? Michael something Tyson or Michael Eric Dyson or whatever his stupid name is. He's so stupid. Well, you, you know what needs to happen is they need to stop murdering blacks in the street just because they're black. Like there's some epidemic of this going on. And that's what they've been. That's been the battle cry of the left all this time is that they're just indiscriminately for fun shooting blacks in the street and it's just not happening in fact we pointed out the the actual facts over and over that like three times as many whites have been shot by police 
um, over the last uh, year or two. And, and it's, I mean, it does happen from time to time, but usually there's some sort of misunderstanding where, the, where the, they thought the guy was pulling a gun or something has happened. There's an extenuating circumstance. I don't know of any cases where a, a police officer, just because he hates black people, has gunned down a black person. Yeah, it's it's an, it's an the the standard sort of reaction to one of these things is the Al Sharpton you know mania, which this person they just wanted to kill black people, and this is what they do. They go out there and they're yeah. constantly targeting. And I don't know. No. If, I mean, obviously, over history there have been plenty of cases of this, particularly in, you know a long time ago. As of recent, I mean, all these at least highly publicized ones, none of them have turned out that way. No, that doesn't mean that everything they do is justified. That's different. Oh, I think the Eric Garner. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, we talked about that murder in New time. York was awful. Yeah, I, I think but, those cops were wildly in the wrong. But that is completely different than I want to go out and uh, yeah, you know do it is. something and terrible. There's no indication that was racially involved. It, it, yeah. it could have been a white guy just as easily taken down and mm -hmm. and suffocated. I don't know. I, I don't know that they did it because he was black or that they just were a little overzealous. I, I don't know what the deal was there. I mean, Jeffy, you've been through this obviously many times, uh, being a larger man and being arrested, mm -hmm. you know, what dozen a couple dozen Several times. Several dozen times. Fifty times. Mm -hmm. what, what, have you noticed any difference in the way you're treated as to opposed to uh, your co-workers who might be African-American? I don't really necessarily like to talk about my arrest. <laughs> and I thought... We could off the air, maybe? Talk about that? Okay. And That's then we'll fine. relate it to the audience? That's fine if you'd okay. like to, but... All right. Good. It's a normal question. I don't know why you're getting so sensitive about it. It's part of your work with the government. I'm just trying to give you some credit. Well, first of all, I believe we know that I'm innocent. Okay? Right. So I, I should have said wrongful arrest. If I throw in the word wrongful, can you add something oh, to this yeah, conversation? No oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's frightening, though. I mean, if you're it a police is. officer right now, this is part of your life. It's, it was they part of your life before. A really from, bad atmosphere. Yeah, it was part of your life before from normal criminals. You know, people would get shot by, cops get shot by criminals often. Yeah. Uh, you know, they get in fights and altercations with criminals often who are trying to protect their own personal uh, interests, uh, you know, in their criminal activities. Now they have to add on to that, that they might just be standing there not even addressing someone and just get shot for absolutely no reason. This particular officer had absolutely nothing to do with the Michael Brown situation anyway, um, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It's just kill the cops. We've seen chant after chant in these protests, kill the cops, kill the cops, kill the cops. Uh, we're going to burn this bitch down. How many times? Mm -hmm. it, I mean, this, is, this has been the reaction. It's not all of the protesters, obviously. We, you know, we all know that. No, but um, they've created an atmosphere that's reminiscent of the 60s and, and the protest of the hippies that went on when they were calling them pigs and all yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's really reminiscent of that, and they're creating that sort of atmosphere again. I, and I will say, uh, and I, you know, look, it's not... It's the person who shot the person is the person who's at fault here. And it's, it's my belief. Yes. You, know, you know, it's tough. It's easy to get to that point where, you know, because it's frustrating the way they handle the police, and it does create an atmosphere. Uh, however, uh, that atmosphere, you still have to react in it. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the person who did it is the one responsible. I'm not going to blame Chris Matthews or Al Sharpton for this. But it is really frustrating because, you know, it's, it's an, these people are filled with things that are, you know, that are inaccurate. 
And, you know, in the media, you can do something about giving accurate information. You can't stop a crazy person from pulling the trigger, really. Uh, and it's just, you know, people are nuts and people will do terrible things and they'll be, they'll be convinced on their own. But we, they can do a better job yeah. at actually getting the information out there and making sure that people know that not only did the grand jury uh, say that nothing, uh, that there was no criminal activity from this officer, but even Obama's Department of Justice said it. Even they said they didn't have information mm -hmm. to get a conviction on this one. Uh, you know, they didn't have the evidence. If, the, if Eric Holder can't find the evidence on a racial attack, you have no evidence. And yet, yet Eric Michael Tyson, or whatever his stupid name is. Neil deGrasse. De Eric Neil deGrasse, Michael Eric Michael Tyson, Tyson deGrasse, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, even, and now, now that I've tried to remember his name, I've forgotten my point entirely. Um, so, never mind. I do, I do know that I've been distracted a little bit by... <laughs> you're you're <laughs> stirring I've, what seems to yeah. be... It seems to be cheesy mashed potatoes that are freeze-dried. Can you... I mean, you could have waited until the commercial delicious. started before... No, I really couldn't. I'm really hungry, and these are delicious. You see the little, uh, little freeze-dried cheese in there as well as the freeze-dried mashed potatoes? I, I Phenomenal. through this intriguing story from Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me, uh, let me have the sheriff himself explain what happened. Wow, that's a I great could. idea. All right? Uh, because he explains it better than I ever could mm. since it happened, uh, you know, to him. Here he is. I just can't believe that they don't want to display the American flag in a courthouse. I can't either. I mean, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. They <laughs> like expect my deputies to put their life on the line for a judge. Mm -hmm. If somebody was coming to a courtroom with a gun, that deputy is supposed to stand in front of the judge and take the bullet. Mm -hmm. But yet, they won't let us have our flag saluting public safety. I mean, nope. to me, that's a slap in the face. Is he at the uh, Ed Schultz plan already where he's unarmed and just has to stand in front of them? <laughs> He's already can't, can't do that already. Uh, yeah, this is uh, parts of Virginia courthouse was uh, had an American flag display made out of old fire hoses. The flag contains a sign that below that reads a, tri a tribute to public safety. But a group of judges apparently told him they don't not only wanted him to take the flag off the wall in the lobby, they wanted it removed from the courthouse entirely. One of the judges apparently spoke anonymously story. to WTKR weird. and said it was determined. There should be no displays in the lobby where people will see it as they walk in. He claims Why? that if one display was allowed, then all of them would be. That's oh, actually shut not up. True. That is not true. Okay, if you put up an American flag in there, you got to put up China's flag, or you got to put up Satanist things, or KKK. That, that is the dumbest. No. He's right. It's asinine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like this guy. That's <laughs> the really sheriff is stupid. on the money on that one. Stupid. I will say, I, they could have stood for maybe a better stand for the thing. I mean, that whole little... I'm, look a little cruddy. The carpentry isn't up to yeah, your standards. Pale paint, something? Um, Stain? I don't know. Is the American flag, I mean, that is a government, like, it's in front of every government building? It's, it's, not, it's yeah. not the Ten Commandments here. This isn't. Right. This is ex yeah, this right. Is, and again, the Ten Commandments should also be fine. Uh, but yes, it should. Uh, the, the flag? What is it? I know. It's unbelievable how far we've come. It happens quickly, too, doesn't it? Uh, yes. 
I, and that's the thing. We're not talking about anything with religiosity here. This is patriotism. You can't be a patriot anymore. Well, if we put up a flag, we'll have to put up also people who have anti-American sentiments. <laughs> if we put up a flag, we'll have to have a hammer and a sickle up there, too. Well, since when? What? But that's kind of the mentality we've gotten to now. Because um, even if it were the Ten Commandments, you don't... There is, contrary to popular belief and even some Supreme Court rulings... Even if you put up a Ten Commandments display there, that doesn't mean you also have to represent Islam or Satanists or any of that. You don't have to. We're under no obligation to do that. There is no such thing as, you can't show favoritism to a, one religion over another. Yes, I can. Where does it say I can't? Of course I can, if I want to. I, I can absolutely do that, and of course it's going to be Christianity, because of these... Christian Judeo principles are the principles upon which this country was founded. Now, if I'm in Saudi Arabia and I want to put up, you know, a statue of Mohammed, then fine. Okay, go do it. This doesn't happen to be Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I mean, again, like, <laughs> this goes back to the, the way we look at the, the, our the rules First Amendment. on religion. And it's yeah, like, and well, it's, it says nonsense. Co Congress can't make a law, make a law to, to establish to, a religion. Establishes, well, it, yeah, it, 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 that's specifically what it says, because at the time when they did it, there were state religions. I, I think uh, Massachusetts had its own... The almost every state did. Almost every state did, I guess. But I mean, Massachusetts, I remember specifically, because it's freaking Massachusetts yeah. now, yeah. Uh, and a little bit different than it was back then. But I mean, that, the, I, that doesn't mean that we're all rooting for that. I understand that that's not necessarily the... I mean, I would not want to join the Church of Massachusetts or even the Church of Texas, as much as I love Texas. Um, however, you know... <laughs> To act as if, I mean, one of the first things they did after, uh, after uh, the founding was to go have a prayer in the halls of Congress. Right. I mean, this was not something, this was not a, this is not a thing that they were unsure of. And we've changed it so much to the idea oh, that you can't crazy. put Santa Claus on a town square. That's I mean, it's so absurd. It, it, yeah, it's become this thing where uh, you can't, you can't say Christianity if you don't also say Islam. <laughs> what did that... Well, you can't. If you put up a Christmas tree, you've got to have El Fad up there, too, or whatever that is. You have to. No, I don't. No, I don't. Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Now, and that's I, a big one. The yeah, second huge, one allows huge. you, essentially, to do it. I mean, like, it's yes. a, the second part of it, is, you know, again, is, that's Congress, and that's important. It's not yeah. just, you know, a, a state could theoretically do more, although uh, not anymore, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, because all the court rulings over the years. But, I mean, that was what it was designed for. It was like, we're not going to have a national religion, okay? We're not yeah. going to have a national religion. We're not going to stop. We're not going to ban religions. We're not going to have national religions. That's what it was about. It's been really fun because my, my son is in this excellent uh, uh, class on um, uh, American government, and he's, he's taking this government class online and stuff, and then, it's a, he's got a really great teacher who makes them really think. And so they bring him these cases and show actual cases to the kids and then try to get them to think about all the ramifications and is this constitutional and, well, what if this happened? Will that happen? And so he's always coming to me and saying, well, okay, these rulings about, about uh, religion in school or whatever, and, and, and they, can't, uh, they can't do this because... That's showing preference to religion, and I, I love showing him every single time he comes to me with this stuff, the First Amendment. 
which is pretty simple and straightforward and says nothing about preference. It says nothing about uh, favoritism. It shows it says nothing about uh, hurting anybody else's feelings. It says Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Right. The part and about feelings is, it. is in the good and plenty clause. That's in the good uh, and plenty clause. Which but you've got to go down a little bit deeper. you got to go down. And yeah. a lot of people don't realize you've got to turn the page over. They only they didn't mm. use just one side of the Constitution. If you flip the page over. That would have been over, wasteful. And these guys were all earth friendly. They're big environmentalists. <laughs> and they were concerned about global warming right. at the time. Right. And so they wrote on the other side of the paper. And on there, they, they included all the things that you hear your liberals talk yeah. about all the time. They're the only right. ones that ever look on the other side of the paper. Thank goodness they do, though. Thank God. They do. You know, thank you. That they, they came up with the, and you can't hurt anybody's feelings, yep. and you can't make them feel any sort of negativity, and they must feel as respected as everyone else. And we need common sense gut laws on the Second Amendment. That thing we mentioned earlier. Yeah, first of all, that was for a militia, not really for individuals. And secondly, mm -hmm. uh, just so you guys know, common sense solutions. You know, common whatever sense the common solutions. sense is of the day is the thing you should apply right. to uh, the country's ruling. That's how you can always make sure that there aren't principles and things set in stone. It's a living document. And it's that's where all you, written on the back. It's where you also find out that hunt, the Second Amendment, the gun thing, was about hunting. It's where, you know, it, it also says, like, but if they ever develop guns that are really super scary looking, uh, you don't need those for hunting. So they can be banned. Uh, it says that on the back of the Constitution. And I and they put that in felt tip writing, too, so they knew it was going to be permanent. Oh, yeah. And so just look for it in the good and plenty clause on the back of the U.S. Some of it's even typed, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, it was. It's, it looks like it's from a computer. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. More patents, too. It's uh, inevitable. Back. It's Pat and Stu. Welcome to it. Uh, let's go to Gene uh, in Arkansas. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Gene, you're on Pat and Stu. Hi. Uh, Gene? Good to talk with you guys this morning. Good to talk to you. And I had a question for you. I was wondering about the two officers that got shot yesterday, and I was wondering if they were white officers, if they were singled out because they were white, not just because they were officers. And were there black officers anywhere in the neighborhood where they were standing? I don't and know. Good question. That we have not, as far as I've seen yet, in any of the reports, I have not seen the answer to that. The, this report does say uh, the uh, police department is almost entirely white. So you'd think that if it was the, uh, mm -hmm. there aren't a ton of black officers there. If it was one of them, maybe that would have been mentioned, but I, I don't know. Probably not. Okay. Well, kind of. You know, the theory I've got, you know, with, with all the different radical groups, they're stirring up trouble. So mm -hmm. I just figure we had two white cops shot by a left-wing extremist. Yes. what I'm pointing out. Yeah. Well, right-wing, left-wing. That would be my guess. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Gene. Uh, uh -huh. Jacob in Missouri, you're on the uh, Pat and Stu show. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. 
Hey, so uh, I, I've been trying to get a hold of Beck for like a month, mm-hmm. and uh, I have, I, I'm 16, and I was listening to his show earlier, and he was talking about 16-year-olds and, you know, um, or teenagers, I guess, and, and talking about how they have a play and how they do want, you know, want to be a part of this, this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and uh, I, I, I believe it's true. I mean, I consider myself to be conservative and... Uh, you know, I, I believe in these things. I, I know that human rights should be should be upheld by everyone. I don't think that there should be this killing um, across the nations, and I don't think that our government should just be okay with it. It, it kind of ticks me off. I, I agree I that there should be killings. But, uh, <laughs> the killings so kind my, of tick you off. My question is, is mm-hmm. I, I want to get a hold of, of mm-hmm. Glenn yeah. and uh, ask him ask him for advice because okay. see I I'm 16 yeah. and I, I school myself and I, I really uh, respect Glenn's opinion. You school and, yourself? Uh, like home school? Are you just meaning homeschool? Or yeah, you... so I'm homeschooled. Okay, but, yeah. All right. So there is so, I mean, uh, somebody else um, involved in your education. But the uh, the area of study that I uh, that I need help in is is my history. You know, okay. I I'm, I kind of don't trust normal uh, curriculums. And so That's I good. wanted some advice uh, about where I could, like, what what kind of history books you would recommend to me. And I, I guess mm-hmm. I, I thought you had the wrong show. But. No, 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 it's, no, it's fine. I, I know there are uh, there was a list of actual history related books on the website. Yeah, at one a good point. one to start with if you haven't read it is the Five Thousand Year Leap. I know we'd highly recommend that. Um, uh, Five Thousand Year Leap is is a great one uh, to begin with. If if you want, there's also. Uh, you really want to read about the founders, uh, the real George Washington, the real Thomas Jefferson, the real Ben Franklin. That's a great series. And you can also go to David Barton's website. David Wall Barton's Builders has a great yeah, series. Awesome. My kids love the one history yeah. series. Go to wallbuilders.com. Uh, it's .com instead of .org, right? Yeah. Wallbuilders.com. Jacob, uh, appreciate the call, by the way. And, and check that out, too, because there's a lot of really good, uh, really good suggestions from David Barton. So that'll, that'll hopefully get you started. Uh, 888-727-BECK. And, and maybe you could learn how the Constitution works, because our administration right now certainly doesn't know. They've got no clue. Uh, John Kerry just said that uh, Congress will be able to change an Iran nuclear deal. They will be able to change it the, the, because we can do whatever we want. And, uh, and the Constitution says so. No, no, it really, it really doesn't. He said uh, Wednesday, yesterday, that U.S. lawmakers won't be able to change the terms of any agreement. What they can do is say no to the agreement. Douche, that's what they can do. They could say, uh, no, we're not approving this. That's how they change the agreement, is that they make it null and void. Uh, this is why we have the system in place that we do. There's an executive, there's a legislative, and there's a judicial now, the executive, they're going out and trying to do all of these things all by themselves. But we've got these other two branches, these equal branches of government that say, hey, you can't do just whatever you want to. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is, I think, where you get New information this wrong. right here, yeah, right? Because what, basically you have a president, mm-hmm. and he gets to do what he wants. Yeah. And then he yeah. hires other people that aren't elected. They get to do what they want. Mm-hmm. Then he creates divisions of government, right. like departments, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. get to do what they want. And then Congress gets to be there, and they get to have the elections and get the publicity while the mm-hmm. others do the real work. Right, but no. That's, that's, the, that's that George, is... what, George Washington mm-hmm. talked about this in 1785-ish. 
really leading up to uh, uh, 1791. And I think no. uh, and that, that carries forward till today. Mm -hmm. George Washington's mm -hmm. vision, and I think all the founders' vision, they, mm -hmm. they agreed on this point, was why, no. why have all these other people doing work when they can do other things? They can have fun. Mm -hmm. They can try to raise money. They can, uh, they can fly on private jets. Uh, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. And that's what our country was built on, that one guy gets to make all the decisions mm -hmm. because that's a philosophy they were familiar with. I don't know if you knew this, uh, but there was a king in England who did this, and they mm -hmm. learned from that and said, wow, we need to study that and, and replicate <laughs> that in the new country. I, I hate to agree no. with Stu. Mm -hmm. To the deepest part of my soul, I hate to agree with Stu. But, Pat, maybe you need to go to David Barton's website. And <laughs> maybe, you learn yourself. Thank you. Maybe somebody, some of us should. But <laughs> no, I, went to, I, should. I did go to public school. You know? Yeah, you did. That yeah, it's pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty clear. Uh, you, do go, you did go to John Kerry's school, though, I think. Yeah, I did. He, he said that uh, in talks with Iran, he reacted with utter disbelief. I, I had utter disbelief uh, to the letter earlier this week that was signed by 47 Republican senators. Uh, he told the Senate Foreign Relations Committee that the letter undermined U.S. foreign policy and was legally incorrect. First of all, it wasn't. Secondly, uh, it's been done before. Uh, and third, it is going to be up to the Congress to ratify, to the Senate to ratify any agreement between two nations. And I know this administration really believes, they really believe that they can do whatever they want, that they can make whatever agreement they, they need well, to. Well, do you hear their line, uh, Carrie's line the other day? Was, this is not a legally binding arrangement. So what the hell are you Wait, doing? What are you doing? What are you, uh, we're just going to recommend to each other things that we might do? What is the, What do you mean it's not a legally, that's what they're out is, is they're just saying, well, we're negotiating, but uh, it's not <laughs> legally binding. And because if it was legally binding, of course, they'd have to get. What are you doing get, it for? Right, what, what, is, what do you mean it's not what does that mean? It's like passing a resolution in the U.N. Yeah. It's stupid. It just means nothing, nothing is what it means. It means They're, nothing. Yeah. And, well, and look, they can have friendly conversations with even a hostile nation to try to bridge gaps. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, although you can't expect to get any actual results out of it. If you're expecting to go and do that and at the end of the day you come back and you've helped move the ball down the field a little bit, that's that's you're fooling yourself in 99.9% .9 of cases. Now, if you want to throw a low-level guy out there to try to see if you can connect with that 0.1%, uh, fine. I mean, it's not, there's nothing yeah. wrong with talking to another nation per se. Um, but when you start negotiating with uh, other people's lives, I mean, these are, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're negotiating with, with the lives of the people who live in Israel. You're negotiating with other allies' lives when you talk about this stuff. And, you know, it's, it's silly. It's silly, and they can't do it. They, I think they know that they can't do it, but they're going to figure out a way to do it anyway. It's, it's absolute madness. Um, so is this picture that the State Department used to promote freedom of speech. Uh, they sent out this picture in social media yesterday morning from the U.S. State Department pre promoting, and here it is, the importance of free speech on one of its official Twitter accounts. The uh, picture is of a group of Muslims there promoting Sharia law. <laughs> And it says, uh, in open societies, all faiths enjoy freedom of speech. Under ISIS rule, no such thing as freedom of speech. And then, and there they are promoting uh, Sharia law. Sharia law or man-made law, which is better for mankind? Yeah, I ask you that, Pat. Yeah. You, won't, uh, you, won't, uh, uh -huh. you won't comment on that one, will you? Uh, Sharia <laughs> yes, will. law or man-made law? Man-made law <laughs> made by men. Sharia law made by Allah. Right. Or Muhammad. 
mm, or somebody. somebody. And they came up with it, and now you should be following it, but you don't. No, I don't. You don't. I don't. You know why? I can see your nose so. and your mouth. How good would this show be if we just did it in burkas every day? Well, that seriously would improve it the show. It actually would improve it the show. It frankly would. Dramatically. It frankly would. Especially but. Jeffy. Uh, Jeffy, mm -hmm. would you consider wearing a burqa but with no eye holes? Oh, what sense would that make? I mean, you couldn't see, in fact, you couldn't see me. Really? You know what we I could do is just considered. go get a bag and put it on your head. Yeah. And uh, we'll try that out for a day or two. Three. Yeah, or or, or uh, go to the roof and jump off. We'll try that out <laughs> for the next. Uh, Either way would. <laughs> yeah. Just go see what happens. Yeah, because right? you should see. You ever hear that song, I Believe I Can Fly? Could they met you. Out. They were talking about you. You could test it out. We believe you can fly. Go try it. Really? Triple eight seven two seven back. I I love this because <laughs> really? you know here's here's a State Department tweet about freedom of speech, and they're promoting Sharia law seemingly, which would shut down freedom of speech. Sharia law is the antithesis of freedom of speech. You're not gonna have freedom of speech by. Why would you post this picture if you're a member of the State Department? I, that is just the most bizarre. Well, of this, what, posting this picture? Yeah. Right, so wait, is the You're person... You're in the State Department, and you think, okay, here's a good picture that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet this out. Because I think I'm taking this as their comment underneath saying, in open societies, all faiths enjoy freedom of speech. Under ISIS, there's no such thing. So he's saying, if this, mm -hmm. essentially in ISIS, a, a competing religion could not do this, but here you can. That's what I kind of how I took it, no? I... I, that's not what I got from it. I got maybe it's because maybe because maybe someone else is just tweeting about them. I don't know. I, you get, the Twitter thing gets a little confusing at times. There's, yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, it does. It's a problem with limiting to 140 characters. It, uh, I kind of took that though. Is like at least they're saying, look, you know, ISIS. Mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have a choice. You can't go out. You, there's a, there's no one who can go out and, and put a table out and say, hey, we think you should try this religion when ISIS is in control. Here, you can. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Am I looking at this too positively? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. There's more patents to on the way. Reconstituted some of the uh, <laughs> some of the uh, freeze dried and uh, freeze dried uh, cheesy mashed mashed potatoes. Really good. Mm. I need to do that in the break. Uh, we've been talking about uh, important news stories all day. Uh, while Walk really, us through it while I eat cheesy mashed potatoes. Well, really, the only thing I've actually cared about all day mm -hmm. has been the Philadelphia Eagles and their free agency. Apparently, they signed DeMarco Murray. It's not conf officially confirmed, I wouldn't say, but it does seem that like that's happening. Uh, which is a pretty big thing when the Cowboys losing uh, the really league's leading rusher and going yeah. to a division rival. I uh, can't remember the last time that happened. Uh, it's been a long time. So. I, I don't understand why the Cowboys would let him go. 
Yeah, I, I guess. I I guess and I don't understand why the Eagles, if they were paying him that much, I don't know. It seems like maybe he just got offended or something by the, the Cowboys not really trying to sign him. And yeah. It's like, you know, okay. I guess he's best mm-hmm. friends with the uh, with Sam Bradford as well from back in the college days. They were both oh, in Oklahoma. Right. So it's another big thing. They were college right. roommates uh, on the road. And uh, so that's a, that's another big part of this. So we will see. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to come around a little bit to some of these moves. I, I, I don't have the rope around my neck at the moment. Maybe that's how they. Maybe that's why they got Bradford. That's true. But so then they, they could lure. Yeah, maybe. Demarco Murray. Maybe. I'm sure that's. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Um, I, I want to do something kind of uh, off beaten topic a little bit. Uh, right. I, I have um, November. Uh, this past November, Pat, you're going to eat the mashed potatoes while we're on the air, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm already doing it. I'm not going to. I am doing it. Mm-hmm. Why? Just curious. No, I'm I'm interested. Uh, so no. last no, last November. Since so last November, why I, can't he be interested in still eating <laughs> no, the potatoes? Well, he can. You've obviously done I mean, it many and times. you didn't have to point it out, frankly. Oh, I could hear you chewing on the air. That's why I pointed it out. Mm-mm, I'm I not chewing though. Are you going to eat the ones that you have? Because if you're not, I'd like to mix them up. Maybe I already ate them. I actually ate them all before we reconstituted, so that was actually a <laughs> terrible mistake. Because now I need to go get more. Okay, so this uh, last November. Uh, I put up a Christmas lights with my son, Zach, on the back porch, not facing the road, that area. And so my thought was, uh, Christmas comes, you take them down, right? Mm-hmm. This is what you do. Of course, that's been on my to-do list now for three months. Um, and uh, I've not taken them down yet. And I had cr- thought crossed my mind that, uh, and I put this on Facebook, if you happen to go to my Facebook page, uh, you can see it there. Uh, the story was basically that I've now come to the point of thinking that if I can get it, just get to May, I'm just as far away from Christmas in either direction, so I might as well just keep them up. I would say Does so. Does this sound like a legitimate philosophy? Yes. Um, and I think, honestly, at some point, it becomes crazy to ask me to put them down. Uh, and I think that point is very, very soon. Um, I asked for um, uh, some help to argue my case on this particular matter. Uh, and here's some of the suggestions from Facebook. In California, these lights are called patio lights and are never taken down. Right. Like okay. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, uh, uh, from Cindy, uh, oh my Stu, you have had a few things going on, and I don't know if anyone has told you yet. In Texas, they have peeps for that. Call one, and for a little money, they will take them down and pack them away from you, for you, even better. Okay. I've heard of that. I, I like that idea. We, we. I've heard of that. Yeah, you have. What's that? I have. I've heard of that. You've heard of that. Service? Yeah, the people will actually put them up and come back and take them down. The way you're talking about it, you seem and amazed by the concept. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I've I've heard tell that it's possible. That's funny when and she explains it in her Facebook <laughs> post. She only uses two dollar signs. <laughs> you should use like eleven eleven dollar signs. <laughs> well, these are because because these aren't even like the main lights. These are just lights I just put up, and I, you know they're. You yeah, know, I, like they don't even face the road. Our, like the back of our house kind of can see another road in the distance, and I thought it would be fun to do with, with, with Zach, and we'll, we'll put mm-hmm. up the lights and whatever. Uh, use Hillary's excuse, you didn't take them down because it was more convenient to leave them up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. See, we can benefit from a Hillary Clinton presidency. We can learn some things. Donna writes, taking them down now risks repetitive injury, since actions like climbing a ladder, reaching out, and bending your elbows would be all be involved in taking them down to be almost immediately repeated, hence the injury, when you have to put them up again. Nobody needs that kind of risk in their lives. Live smart. Leave them up. Plus, when it rains and you turn them on, it will look cool. That's a great point. I mean, the Supreme Court would accept this. Uh, Valerie writes, maybe we need to stop referring to them as Christmas lights and just call them 
fun lights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or right now there's spring lights. There's spring, spring lights. break lights. Yeah. They could be Easter lights really soon. Right. I mean, if I had the uh, wherewithal to mm. kind of go and change them all to like pastels, I think you could get away with that. However, they're yeah. definitely Christmas lights. <laughs> there's no doubt. I mean, if there were white lights, I wouldn't even have this conversation. You just leave them up there. Right. Uh, a, obviously, we're all racists here, so white lights are acceptable. And B, mm -hmm. you know, there's a classy element to them. Maybe not the way I put them up, but there can be a classy element to white lights. Like, there's some restaurants and stuff that will leave, leave them up, them up all, all the around, time. and it's great. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, a little different with my particular situation. So these are, like, red and green? Oh, they're red green. And they're the ones I love that I used to put up in front of my old house in Connecticut. And my dad and I would go out to this blue spruce tree in the front yard, and we'd put those big, chunky... 80s lights up those big i call them 80s lights the thick mm -hmm. the, you know the ones that are like that big and they're like the those mm -hmm. you know the the colors and they they have uh you know those i don't know the chunky ones i don't know what they, they're called but they're called they're, chunky they are chunky christmas, chunky, lights. christmas yeah. lights so put those uh, out there so they are absolutely christmas yeah absolutely there's no way of getting around it and because i was only putting them up a couple weeks before christmas i was like and they're not facing the yard i kind of just did those I had those like zip ties Mm -hmm. You know, so they don't even look. <laughs> I didn't even do a good job with them. Right. Uh, but now we've got six months. Of Maybe we could quote Hillary Clinton at, at this point okay. and say, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether whether it's Christmas or New Year's or Easter at this point, what difference does it make? What difference does it make? And then you just, you know, you leave them up. You're doing really well with that impression. That is really yeah. coming along. Not good. I, I will say, just as a Close, suggestion, right? it's a little, just a tad, just a tad soft. Too, too, too soft. It's a little too soft. Okay. Uh, it's it's not that. quite grating enough. Not not as gravelly uh, yeah. as she is, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It doesn't... It doesn't <laughs> it feel like I stuck a, stuck a hot poker through my entire it's skull. It's still too melodic. It's still too... It's a little too beautiful. Okay. I will try. Uh, at this point, I will try to fix that. Uh, triple eight seven two seven back. I, just leave the damn things up if we don't have to yeah. hear about your family member Christmas tree allotment every year. We heard about the story at Christmas, now we get to hear about it again. <laughs> did you just drool did you just drool on the air? As as he's disparaging your father, who just passed. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, I, by the way. Just he, yes, he did. Yeah, who oh just my gosh, passed. no, he did he not. Did. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was he's, five months ago. Five months ago. Almost a year. Way too soon. And mm -hmm. he's already coming down on you and then about telling us a touching story about your dad. And he drools. I know, I still had some soda in my mouth. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. You are a professional. Thank you. Well, you, you are a professional. You know, you do a good job. <laughs> let me tell you. Wait. <laughs> I think maybe what? after the drooling, maybe we just put the music on and leave and hope yeah. next hour is better. And hope uh, he doesn't show up yeah. for the next hour. Hey, Do we right. talk to you about jumping off the roof? Have you considered that yet? I think I could fly.
727 Beck, and it's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Welcome to it. Uh, this Hillary email scandal continues to sort of bubble, and, and uh, I, I don't know how much it's going to affect her candidacy. Who knows? But uh, even John Stewart's talking about it. He actually uh, spoke about uh, spoke about it, uh, I guess, critically on The Daily Show. Here's what he had to say. Why don't you let somebody who doesn't work for you look through those personal emails just to see if you missed anything? Clinton said that after she went and organized her emails determining which ones were official business to be sent over to the State Department and which ones were personal, that she deleted about 30,000 emails that she determined to be purely personal. <laughs> what the <laughs> I didn't uh, see any reason to keep them. And welcome back. You just told us you didn't follow the rules because having two separate email addresses would be way too big a pain in the ass. But you know what is a far bigger pain in the ass? Trying to delete 30,000 emails. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, although I, mean, I assume... makes a good point. That's solid. Eh, yeah, I mean, I assume that she's probably not in her email box holding down the delete button. They probably just brought an IT person over and... Yes. And there was a... She said, hey, go delete my emails. Delete the rest of those, yeah. Now, of course, his reasoning is solid there. She's obviously hiding something, and she doesn't want people to see her those emails. I mean, for some reason. I think everybody in the universe outside of Ed Schultz's audience understands that. Um, you know, I, whether, if, if there's any way of recovering them, I, I doubt it at this point. I mean, the ones, like, her point essentially seemed to be in the press conference. Well, all the important ones I sent to government employees anyway, so they already had them. Yeah. You know, so anything that she sent from private email to private email, she's going to say is private, even though it may have been some government employees' private email. I also love the fact that, and we've kind of touched on this before, but about 85% of Jon Stewart's shtick is playing a video clip and then afterwards saying, what the F? That's about it. I mean, kind of the $30 million dollars a year yeah. to play a clip, look incredulous into the camera and say, what the F? And have it bleeped. And then the, the audience laughs and they go to a new clip. Yeah, Come it's, on. It's funny, too. Like, as I was watching uh, the, uh, him playing this clip of them telling the story, it's like, he's mis I'm Mr. Skeptical about the news. I tell it the right to the truth. I don't believe these guys. But all of his setups for his jokes are just other people telling the story in a way that he likes it. Like, in this particular case, I agree with the way John Carl told that story. But, like, this is, it's, it's so, so disingenuous to mistrust the media, then use the media telling it your way as if it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, but that is, you know, funny. I wish some writers for the show, though, because then if you had some writers, oh, they man. would actually... Oh, man, can you imagine how good, how if he had, like, 70 writers? Yeah, just the 70. They could come up on stage with funny. him every time he wins another freaking Emmy? 30 minutes. Yeah, right. Uh, yes, four times 30 a week. Minutes. Well, 30 no. minutes. 30 minutes, four uh, times a week. Just, yeah, four times a week and 22 minutes. <clears throat> it's actually commercials. 22 after commercials, yeah. So, and, oh, and I should I should point out to you, uh, there's interviews too in there. So he does oh, actually, right. It's not, so you not maybe have ten minutes uh, of writing jokes, yeah. right? But uh, other than that, you wow. What the? <laughs> what the f? Lucy, you got some splatter. Look, I get it. I just every time you know he you know and Stewart to his credit. You know, one out of a hundred times comes out and says something that's uh, sensible and it's on the right side of an issue. But every time he does that, you get kind of excited. You're like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. And then you realize it's just not good. Even when he's agreeing mm -hmm. with me, it's just right. like, 
Right. Oh, this again. And he is agreeing with us, and it's yeah. just not good. Just, uh, it's just not I, good. The same thing again. Sorry, All sorry, right. John. Yeah. You, uh, listen to us, and maybe yeah, we'll have we, a maybe you'll make okay. it somewhere. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, Josh Ernest still answering questions along these lines. And yesterday, they turned it to uh, uh, his boss, Barack Obama, and asked about his email system. You've talked um, about the president's emailing habits and his address. Can you clarify, is the email address that he uses a .gov address? Jeff, I'm not going to be in a position to talk about the president's uh, email address. And I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> what? You know, for Why? a variety of reasons, including related to the, the security of that email address. Oh, shut uh, up. But what I will People make clear, will as I've done on previous gov. occasions, but, I, but you're raising it, uh, this goes to an important point. Uh, which is the president does take very seriously the requirements that he is under. Of course uh, he does. Does based he? Based on the presidential records act. Of course he act. does. That's different from the Federal Records Act that huh. governs the Dare. archiving of records of other government employees oh at the White House. Uh, there is a presidential records act in place that. Uh, presidential uh, records act that uh, has different requirements for the handling of mm -hmm. records. Yeah. Okay. And I can tell you that uh, that, that all the emails that the president sends uh -huh. are are governed by that act and are properly yeah. maintained. And, uh, Maintains with the presidential record. In accordance yeah. with the uh, act and stuff. If, if we've learned anything about presidents in the past, they're mm -hmm. always willing to highlight things that are disparaging to the, the de decisions they made while in the White House. Um, if you look through uh, almost every presidential biography, it's loaded with all of their horrible mistakes. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Nixon uh, was very willing. I mean, he handed over all those tapes right away, except for that one part of your race by mistake. Uh, that happened almost immediately. Oopsie daisies. Ah, darn it. Oopsie yeah, daisies. Oh, man. I mean, j and just, it was his dumb secretary. She had her foot on that uh, pedal, yeah. on the delete pedal, mm -hmm. and that's what it was, too. It wasn't a button. It was a delete pedal. Yeah. And she just accidentally stepped on it, and, uh, you know, for 18 minutes, she just held it there. I, I, she probably fell asleep with her foot in a compressed position. That happened to me four times last week alone. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's difficult. It's tough. And I remember Bush talking about all of his foibles. And when Clinton wrote his book, and I forget what the name of it was, but he talked almost exclusively about the Monica Lewinsky scandal and, uh, and the secrets I sold to the Chinese. Which was oh, against yeah, a, lot, hit that hard. a lot of hit that. that hard. He hit it hard. They love to talk about their foibles, and Barack Obama will be no different. You know that. You know that. It doesn't. I don't care where his email are. When he comes out of office and he writes his memoirs, oh, they're going to be, they're going to be hard hitting. They're going to be honest. They're going to be forthright, and they're going to be filled with new information mm. about all the crap he did. Oh uh, well, we saw all the stuff that came out of that David Axelrod biography. <laughs> Where he and, yeah. that, and that Reggie Love guy wrote oh, one? Oh, Reggie Love once said that uh, he wanted to take it easy on some people they were playing basketball against. Yeah! <laughs> I can't believe, of course, the mainstream media covered that up for yeah, him. And, and they how, didn't really get on it. But how uh, about David Axelrod when he came out and said <laughs> Barack Obama was even more right than we thought on, on gay marriage? <laughs> That's right! <laughs> wow. Oh, that was blistering. Blistering attacks. Uh, wow. <laughs> Are you going to write an uh, autobiography, Jeffy? Have you considered that as part of your legacy? Actually, I have. Have, you? have. have you? I kind of tossed the idea around. Yeah. Really? But My Life yeah, of Fatness, like, lot, Jeffy Fisher. Is that what it is? That really was Kind of a working title? That was not the working title. <laughs> Why would you assume? <laughs> I don't know. It just, oh, just assume. Seemed logical. Um, uh, it could be, I don't know, it could be, you know, behind the spoon. 
Okay. Oh, this is I like this. Right. I like I this. Like behind this. the spoons. Now, uh, now the <laughs> obviously. How about this? Behind the spoon, by life of fatness. So you get both uh, of them. This is not bad. That's pretty good, right? Okay. No, this is a good idea. No. Okay. No, 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 no. No, this is good. The life of fatness thing works because because people might not know the spoons reference. And right. then, but they'll be like, "Wait a minute! Why is this guy telling me about spoons?" And be like, "No, it's my—it's about his life of fatness." And then you'll understand. Um, but uh, what I because there there's two things here. There's a few different kinds of biographies. You have the unauthorized biography, you have the authorized uh -huh. biography, you have the autobiography. Now, your autobiography would just be the word "spoons" over and over again, so that wouldn't really help anybody. But an authorized biography—if you were to authorize right. Pat and I to potentially mm -hmm. write your biography—we could do interviews with you. Mm -hmm. uh, over a long period of time, kind of craft the <laughs> words and how your events, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in, in, just a story arc, you know what I mean? Helping you out a little bit. Would you be interested in something like that? You know, because we want people before you answer, you, consider, you? consider we could talk about all the social diseases that you've contracted, all the times you've been in prison, oh. all yeah. of the drugs that uh -huh. you've sold, all, all your children the, you don't claim. Yeah. I mean, think about it because it, it, it's very it's attractive. There's some story. little boy in Indonesia who needs a voice, and mm -hmm. we can give him that voice, finally. I don't want to. Think of it. Think of that. I don't want to. Behind the spoon. Behind the spoon. My I want life you, of my fatness. Life just just let it bounce around in there. There's nothing else bouncing, so just let it bounce around in that big empty room uh, that is your skull, and let it, let, it, marinate, let it marinate, if you will, in whatever is up there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Also, on... Um, <laughs> On uh, Morning Joe, Morning Joe actually took some issue with this Hillary scandal, too. Here's what he had to say about he it tries. on MSNBC. Once in a while. If does. this were Dick Cheney and he said, I have my own server, oh, server wait, and I deleted emails it. I want to delete, Stop. and you guys get to Stop. Stop. Oh, oh, no. Stop. Stop. Roll oh, this back. Oh, my gosh. Let this sink in for a second. It wasn't even Joe. I mean, you might you might expect it if if somebody's going yeah. to say something like that, it would be Scarborough, right? Yeah, you'd think Mika would be sticking up for us. Yeah, it's Mika. All right, from the top, let's watch this again. Now that we know who's actually saying. Dick Cheney, and he said, "I have my own server, a server, and I deleted emails I want to delete, and you guys get thirty thousand emails. I give you. Yeah. I'm sorry. There would be a, a federal <laughs> judge. There would be would be compelling production." Immediately. I also just would. Personally, if this were Dick Cheney, I would certainly be ferociously asking the questions. If this were Elizabeth Warren, I would be asking the questions. I wouldn't understand it. I don't understand why this is okay. And, and wow. for the life of me, I, think I the don't. The answer is because it's I, not. I am dumbfounded. Wow. I, uh, there's almost no words after that. I. Uh, I'm dumbfounded. It shows how obvious a point it is. I mean, yes. that's a bad, I mean, I'm glad she's on this one. But I mean, it, she, you know, she—they never do though. She, yeah, she it's obvious a lot, and they never do that. No. So, what is the deal with Hillary right now? Oh, because no, she's, out, she's got nobody on board with her right now. She's got none of the mainstream media with her. It seems like the New York Times did a scathing piece on her. Uh, MSNBC has, other than the Ed Schultz show, who said 90 to 10 support Hillary in this. Even MSNBC has been after her on this. What do you? Th what is the deal? They Who do they out. think is in the bullpen that they're gonna? I guess it's Elizabeth Warren because that's who Mika brought up. Maybe it's Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Is that who they're counting on? Interesting that you asked that question. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, as of four days ago, was fifty to one to be the president. Okay. Uh, as of yesterday, she was twenty-five to one Whoa. to be the president. Cut in half in one in a couple days. A couple days. As of today, she is twenty to one oh, to be president. Wow.
Is Hillary slipping <laughs> at all, or is she still like She's at one and a half? One and a half to one. Yeah. So you got right now Hillary Clinton one and a half to one. Uh, Jeb Bush seven to one. Scott Walker ten to one. Marco Rubio twelve to one. He's getting some good buzz lately. Rubio is getting uh, some. He's one of those guys that like. We are. I want to like I, him. I, I want to like him. I kind of like him. I think he's good mm-hmm. on a lot of things. There's a lot yeah. I like about him. There's two issues. There's some things that make me uncomfortable. He's the. But the good thing about him is he feels the same way to the establishment. The establishment yeah. is like the same way with him. Like they, mm-hmm. they kind of like him, but he makes them uncomfortable too, which puts him kind of in the in the middle a little bit. It which helps is, him with me. It helps him with me. Yeah. But two it, things. Yeah. There's two things, and they are the NSA spying thing. He's okay with. It. In fact, he he likes it. He thinks it's necessary. And the other thing is immigration. He's not good on that. Everything else, I mean, he's pretty solid. So, and like you said, the the establishment GOP is not all that comfortable with him. So that makes me more comfortable with him. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. It is Pat and Stu, and uh, more is coming up. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. I, you know, we see so many of these videos, and I, I'm not sure if this is happening. And we ask this question of ourselves a lot: Is it happening more often, or are we just seeing it more often because of the prevalence of cell phones and we've got cameras on us at all times? Right. And so somebody just takes out uh, their phone and starts recording when an incident like this happens. But these uh, teenage girls. We're just viciously beating another, like a 15-year-old girl at a McDonald's in Brooklyn as the crowd behind her, behind him cheered him on. Uh, here's a look at what happened. I mean, it's, it's seriously ugly. Look at this. It's just, gosh, I, I just hate this. Sickening. So they beat her to the ground. Jeez. Like, it's, I mean, brutal. They beat her to the ground. She actually came out of that fairly well. She had a couple of black eyes and bruises all over her, uh, but she's okay. You know, she's, it's not life-threatening. Um, but nobody helps her. They're cheering them on behind her, cheering them on. Is there not one man in that place or, or, or teenage boy or young man? Can nobody step in and say, "Hey, come, stop it!" It's going to be tough. And to go step in there and break it. it up. I mean, you're going to get a, you're probably going to get hit in the face. It's going to be tough to step into that frenzy like that. And that's probably why nobody helped. They were afraid. Yeah, they I want to get hurt. There is this. That's okay. You know, I mean, I, if you're a big guy, though, you should be able to step into a bunch of teenage girls beating up you each think. other if you need to. Yeah. I mean, there is this, there's think. a line there. If, if, if it, you know, if, if it's a, there are certain yeah. situations where you can't step in. I mean, it's just, you know, you're going to get yourself killed and you don't want to get yourself killed. However, in that situation, I think there's a there's a seemingly a good way to. Uh, yeah. You got a bunch of girls. If you're a guy, you, you freaking step in there and I stop so. that. Um, so. You know, it's 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 strange. A couple of guys could go in there and control the situation. This reminds me too of sort of a side thing, and and I this is probably not a popular opinion uh, in the world. I'll throw that out there. Uh, and this is not about the legality <laughs> of it. This is not about whether it should be allowed on the air or anything like that. But when I see stuff like the female boxing or the female MMA stuff, I can't possibly comprehend how anyone would want to watch that 
Like I watch video just like that, and it I I hate seeing it. And it's is Me it too. sexist? Yes, completely sexist. I I, mm, I, I don't know do what I, it is. I think it is. It's natural, right? But it's, natural. it's maybe we're natural. Men, we're men. We have a natural. But like thing I, built into us to protect. I don't particularly like uh, MMA even with guys. But like you know, I watch it. I, boxing. I'm like I'm not a huge mm -hmm. boxing guy, but I can watch it. I mean, and, and not care. Like I, watching women beat the hell out of each other like that. It, I, there's like literally nothing in the world I want to yeah, see less than it. it it's it's horrific. It is. I don't want to see anyone hit a woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is like it's like the worst possible thing I can see, and I can't believe it's a business. And by the way, speaking of this, there's another restaurant video, and I don't know what yeah. restaurant it is or where it happened. But a huge guy intervenes when he sees somebody at another table uh, hit his girlfriend at the table. Oh, my God, really? And he comes over, and he's right in the guy's face, talking about beating the hell out of him if he touches her again. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And uh, he's very clear mm -hmm. that uh, the kid should not touch his girlfriend again. And he <laughs> doesn't while he's there. Happened here in Texas, right near us, uh, over, I think it was Christmas break. Um, where a guy was beating the hell out of his girlfriend in in a car, and luckily there was someone with a concealed carry license that uh, mm. stopped his car in the middle of the road and uh, pointed his gun at this guy. And guess what happened? It he stopped. Stopped. There wasn't a dead woman yeah. on the side of the road like there would have been if it wasn't for this guy. Yeah. Uh, instead, he had a gun, held it, held the guy at gunpoint, so he stopped until the police arrived. Then he laid down on the street and was a hero. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think he was on Dana's show, actually, uh, one, one day. Uh, and uh, it's great. I mean, it's a great, yeah, it's great. great story. It is. Um, now, lest we all think that, and, and, you know, these videos tend to make me think we're going to hell in a handbasket. When you've got a bunch of girls acting this way, I, 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 like you said, I can't stand to see it. And it's just, it's disheartening. But then I see a story like this, and it reminds me that, okay, there's still some hope for human beings. Here's a group of kids. Uh, in middle school, so they're barely into their teens. Um, and what is happening here is a basketball game and a cheerleader with Down syndrome is being bullied on the sidelines, mm. and the basketball players intervene. The kids in the audience were picking on D, so we all stepped forward. So when I heard that they're talking about her, like it kind of like made me mad. It's not fair when other people get treated wrong because we're all the same. We're all created the same. God Thank made you, us sir. the same way. What did your family think? I think they're sweet, they're kind, and awesome, and amazing. Sweet, awesome, kind, and amazing. Yeah. That is, that's a great story. So. She's being uh, bullied on the sidelines. These guys stop playing basketball, go over to the side, and insist that it stop. So, pretty cool. Uh, Miles Rodriguez, Scooter Terrian, and Chase Vasquez heard, heard what was going on, and they stopped the game, walked off the court to tell the bully to stop. That's fantastic. That is awesome. Sure is. Players have renamed the gym where they play D's house in honor of their friend, and their PE teacher wants to make the change official. Uh, Desiree told the uh, news that, as you just heard, they were they were sweet, kind, awesome, and amazing. And she doesn't walk to class alone anymore. The uh, basketball players escort her to uh, classes now. So there are still good teenagers. You know, I don't want to leave with the impression that that all these uh, teens are are bad people because they're not. Uh, and, and so it leads me back to the question: Is it more prevalent? Are these these fights among girls and stuff that we're seeing all the time now? Is that more prevalent? Is it happening a, happening a lot more often, 
or is it just the availability of um, seeing it? My general tendency is to believe it's the availability on these issues. You think so? Yeah. It's just because everybody has a cell phone and they have the ability to upload it. It's kind of like the uh, the issue that always convinces me of this is every time I feel politics could not be lower, I think of the hermaphrodite ad of, of Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if Thomas uh, yeah. Jefferson yeah. and, you know, these, these guys are going back and forth at each other, calling each other hermaphrodites and putting heads on pikes is how things are going to end. Women were going to be raped in the streets, right. all that kind of stuff. It's like if that was happening we probably missed a lot of that sort of stuff that happened then too it wasn't just yeah. that ad it was probably the only time yeah. um you know so I, I feel like it probably is that there probably were a lot of fights and stuff but man it is frustrating to see and it's like you know the idea i think the thing that drives you crazy about this stuff as much as you know the actual fight is the people around it not even Doing not nothing. stepping in just cheering yeah. they're cheering they're making they're acting as if it's a wonderful thing they're watching and look if you have a mm. again this there's so many levels of this but if you have a, a you know one girl is is upset with one girl and they have a fight and they're going at it like obviously that's not positive but when you have eight or nine girls beating the hell out of one girl who's obviously at that point completely defenseless that is not i mean it's not normal to stand there and not do anything it's not normal you need to step in on that one yeah. You know, so where you need a fire hose or something. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. I think it goes against human nature not to want to at least try to stop it right. and to stand there and cheer on somebody being. I mean, she could have been. She wasn't, but she could have been beaten to death. Mm -hmm. You know, you start stomping on her as they did. They got her on the ground. They were stomping on her face. Uh, they They were kicking her all over the body. I mean, that could have been really, really ugly. Mm -hmm. And here you are cheering it. And it, it'd be interesting to see if if uh, if the police would have intervened in that, if some some of the bystanders would have been charged with something, hmm. accessory well, or is, negligence. As you say that, uh, in, uh, Twitter name that's really I think powerful. Jeffy is fat. Uh, writes in. Uh, There's not a chance I'd intervene in that fight. I would probably end up in jail or worse. Oh, for hitting women? For, for just getting jumped. Yeah, you jump in the middle of that. What yeah. do they say about you? What do they Getting say involved, happened? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fair point. I mean, and but if when you, you have jumped in, you would probably have to defend yourself by punching one of them or more than one yeah, of them. Yeah, push, right? at least pushing them, you'd think, at the uh -huh. very least, away. And then and they might fall. And it doesn't matter what you do. They're going to say you did something worse yeah. than you did. Right. Uh, you know, there are people who are beating the hell out of a defenseless girl, so they're not exactly uh, upstanding we've, we've citizens. We've heard from police departments all over the country from time to time. Well, you know, they should have just waited for the police <laughs> That's to That's what they said about this guy in Texas. Uh, we appreciate that he, you know, pulled out his gun and stopped this, but we, you know, we, in the future, we don't encourage, we didn't encourage it. You know, I mean, and I understand that stance. You don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, not ever, you know, when you don't know how to stop an interaction. But it's, you know, as a guy, at least, that's... I feel like you have to do something. At some point, it takes over. And you just got to be like, all right, this can't, I can't watch this girl's head be beaten to the ground. Right. You know, I can't help. I can't watch it. So, you know, whatever. If they start hitting you, at least they're not hitting her. You know, I mean... True. I, but again, I don't know what you do because you're right. You, you probably wound up, wind up having to defend yourself in court over what you did, and that's why uh, you know it's 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 a tough line. But it, you know, at some point, your instincts as a guy should kick in. Uh, you know, if any of them are left, we are at this point so spoiled that maybe none of them are left. Uh, but I know Glenn doesn't have any left. No, we yeah, know. hasn't for a long time. Triple eight seven two. It didn't start with any for that matter. He did, he did not. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents to coming up. Well, his things are still there. I mean, you still have that man. Somebody ought to do something. Yeah. Unless you're gone. He doesn't really have any man in his
You know what I mean? Yeah. He's 98% woman. So. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. This has been a big football week for the NFL, uh, and uh, so we're really. This is what we want to talk about all yeah, day. We're not going to. We're not going to torture you with it. But that's to. all I want to talk about. <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> Refreshing my Twitter all the time, looking at all the new developments. Apparently, Brian Hoyer from the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. just went to the Houston Texans. That's true. Is there a new one of their new quarterbacks? What the hell is that? What is that? And they let go of uh, Andre Johnson. They did. He is on Indianapolis Colts, which so, he will do very well there. So now the two quarterback possibilities that the Texans have are, are Ryan Mallett mm-hmm. and uh, Brian. Brian Hoyer. Brian and Brian, the big combo. Really bad. He signed a two-year deal for $10.5 Who? Hoyer. $10.5 million. That's a nice, cheap quarterback, though. I mean, you could... They have a good defense, good running game. I mean, that's <laughs> an amazing five and a quarter million dollars for these yeah. cheap. $10.5 million. That's a good, cheap quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and then the, the, that leaves Cleveland with Menzel. I, I don't think he's going to work out. He's out. He'll be out of rehab. He'll be good. You right? think so? No. I don't think so either. I do not think so. I think he's going to wash out of the league like Tebow did. Although Tebow is apparently, I've heard, making a comeback. Have you really? heard that? Working out with some quarterback coach. Really? No, I've not heard Tom that. Brady's quarterback coach. Well, he was and supposedly, large on the SEC network. Uh, yeah, but he wants to play football. He's only 27. He could still come back. And he's going to uh, veteran camp. They think in a couple weeks. Oh, this veterans, uh, uh, the, yeah. the the combine thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the first year yeah. they're doing that. So uh, apparently he's throwing a much better spiral. He's throwing accurately, and he wants to give it a try. I think it'd be cool if he came back. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. All right, Mall of America. Apparently a thing of the past. Uh, the thing up in Minneapolis, gigantic mall. It's the biggest in the world. It it comes with a. Like a almost like a carnival or a, a, a an uh, amusement park in it, right? There's a theme park in in the mall. Um, there's something bigger than that now. It's a project called American Dream Miami, unveiled last week uh, by a Canadian group, which owns wow. Minnesota's Mall of America. And uh, here's a peek at what that looks like, or would you look know, like. would look like. So that's like a big courtyard or something, domed courtyard. Mm-hmm. Or you have an entire amusement park inside. So is that now? That's not Mall of America. That's the proposed one, that's right? That's the proposed one. Yeah. So they're going to do the same thing as Mall of, Mall of America and have a, an amusement park in it. It's a wow, 4.2 million square feet. 4.2 million wow. square feet. It's large. 520 stores. Uh, Mall of America is the largest shopping destination, but Triple uh, Five said its Florida project will exceed the other one in all respects. Wow. Put that in Florida. It cost about four billion dollars. Why are you saying putting that in Florida? You're... I don't know. This seems like uh, mm. South Florida. Going to be underwater the because of the rising seas. Place to put some sort of huge domed building. Are you talking about hurricanes? Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a number okay. of storms that have come through there. Sure. From time to time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, true. I know there hasn't been storms in. No, yeah, you, you have to plan for that, though. You're right. I mean, and I think that you probably have to plan a situation like this where you have, uh, like, you could kind of see they have the big glass yeah, panels on top, but it's like you almost have to plan that you might lose one of those. 
Like, you, you know, right. at some or, point. Yeah, the structure itself really, will still hold up. Just yeah, not you make sure they're hurricane-proof. Really hurricane-proof. So. I mean, you know, obviously you can't. You can't plan for every eventuality, right. but no. uh, you should. You gotta, they'd have to take a lot of precautions. You're definitely right on that. Although it does create, actually, if they do take those precautions, a great place. God forbid people need to gather somewhere. It could be like the Superdome. That worked out well. <laughs> yeah, it did. Remember? Yeah, oh, that was wow. good that was. Yeah. And this is kind of cool because in addition to the retail space, the mall would include a ski slope, water park, sea lion show, miniature golf, bowling, submarine ride, restaurants, performing arts theater, cinema. Uh, Ferris wheel, uh, an ice rink, and a roller roller coaster ride, as well as hotels and condominiums. Jeez, how cool would that be to live that is, in there? That's quite a project. Uh, you know, I will say the 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 industry of the mall is not seemingly at its peak. No, I know. Uh, seems like an know. Odd, somewhat of an odd choice. I mean, the malls are closing down all over America. I mean, it doesn't yeah. seem like that's the thing to do anymore, really. But I guess uh, which maybe bodes well through the theme park because then you're yeah, in Florida. You're be in you've got, anyway. Yeah, I mean, Florida is kind of the theme park destination, so. To make that part of the package. The uh, Mall of Miami World Center in the heart of downtown Miami will complete 765,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, and entertainment space by 2017. So this would be in addition to that. Is Miami really growing like this? Or is it? Uh, is this necessary in Miami? Is it needed? Is it sought after? It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I mean, Florida's done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, again, you're in a state, even though obviously Miami's going to have a lot more liberal uh, laws than we like. You are in a zero income tax state, so people do yeah. like to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, uh, there's a, obviously a large immigrant community there. Um, so, I mean, it is growing. And since we're being nice to Cuba all over again, there may be more. Yeah. Uh, yes. True. True. I mean, there already is a lot, uh, which is great, but there's going to probably be more. Yeah. I went to Little, Little Havana many years ago uh, when I was in Miami. Uh, and it's it's really cool. I mean, it's you know, it, yeah. but it, it feels like you're in Havana. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, there, like basically, there are no signs in English. Like you mm. can't find a sign in English. No one at any of the restaurants spoke English. I mean, it's kind of amazing. Uh, you know, it's just like a, an enclave of just a completely different country. It's like a it's like a uh, you know, it's almost like a for diplomats to kind of just pop an embassy in the middle of a country. It's like it's almost like that. But it's cool. I mean, it's cool to, to see the culture and stuff. And, and I, sure. I have no problem with that. I mean, obviously, the government documents and such need to be in English. Uh, but, you know, as far as a, a private industry, uh, they, can, they can do what they want. If they think it's going to bring in more people, mm -hmm. I think they have no problem with that. And it's a cool area. It was cool to kind of experience the culture. Um, meanwhile, there's an Indonesian uh, sports apparel comp company that has issued an apology after they printed a sexist message on a label inside its garment. Uh, Salvo Sports Apparel is trying to salvage its reputation after a photo of the label started circulating on social media. The label said, washing instructions, <laughs> give this to your woman. It's her job. Uh, we talked about this the other day. And this is, uh, I think that's funny. They are. That's... They're apologizing for that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's funny. Come on. Did you write this, Jeffy? I mean, I can't figure out why they're apologizing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't can't think you either. could. I mean, uh, you can't state the truth anymore? <laughs> War on women. Here it goes again. Um, you know, it's funny because it's it's a situation where obviously it's just a sarcastic, wise ass thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's like mm -hmm. you can't even do that anymore. Now, I look, you, you can't. Know, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of silly, stupid, and you no. got to believe that a company should understand at this point you can't do that. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's be honest about it. They don't actually believe it's. You know, that's not what it's right. about. It's just a stupid joke. You know, but whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, they did actually change it, and uh, 
uh, well, at least they're <laughs> apologizing for it, uh, and they will replace the washing label that which alluded to gender issues. <laughs> what a bizarre, bizarre thing to actually have to say. So uh, coming up uh, in just a few minutes, spoons. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. That means we get to Boy, eat. We get to, uh, spoons. Okay. Jeffy, is this the first word Jeffy's understood of the show today? <laughs> spoon? What? What? Spoons? Huh? What? What did you say? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, wait, what? Huh? Spoons. We said spoons, spoons Jeffy. Wait, uh, what? Huh? <laughs> uh, spoons is a segment where we try some of the new innovative foods uh, on the market, um, just for you, for science. Everything we, like such as? Uh, everything like such as this. Uh, this We have three different kinds of chee uh, chips. Uh, one is super mega cheesy Cheez-It Crunchers, I think they're called. They seem to be a puffy square type of thing, which is a lot of cheese. Mm -hmm. uh, as I wrote on my Facebook page, it seems to have more cheese per square inch than cheese. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it okay. looks really cheesy. Then you've got um, the Illuminati chip. What is that thing called? The uh, Oh, the three. It looks like a three. It looks like an Illuminati symbol. 3D Doritos jacked pepper. There we go. There's a picture. This is a. Oh, that does look yeah. like the Illuminati. It does. Symbol. I think with the light behind it, too. Yeah. Jalapeno pepper jack. Yeah, I love the pepper jack too. I'm a big uh, pepper I jack. Guy. I like that. Um, and then cinnamon sugar puff uh, sweetos. Cheetos. They're called sweetos, uh, and they're cinnamon sugar puffs. And I want to eat them. They got now, a chance. Are, are these experimental? They have a chance. Or are they? Done? Not, they are on the market. I I, I found them at a. I want to say it was Target. It was Target or Walmart. One of the two. I found mm. them at. I think, I think it okay. was Target. And uh, when I walked down the aisles at Target, sometimes <laughs> things fall into my bag. That happened to be the new chip. Uh, that's on the market, and it's weird because when my wife goes, they never fall in the bag. I mean, weird. I don't know if there's some weird gravity thing going on. Maybe you I'm just might. so fat I'm sucking them in. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you might have your own uh, gravitational uh, pull. Uh, oh, and, and, and this is... It does happen from time to happen. time. That I'm not saying you actually have that, but that does it happen. It does happen. Yeah. It does happen. <laughs> uh, I've noticed that the, the healthy quotient of the <clears throat> food that I buy when I go shopping, mm -hmm. a little different. Uh, than uh, huh. than when the wife does the shopping. Mm -hmm. uh, I've noticed the same thing. You've noticed that? Yeah. That is so weird. Jeffy, actually, your wife probably buys stuff that's even less healthy. You know. I don't care if she goes cooking. She does her woman's job. It's whatever. If I Are you an Indonesian I, if I clothing company? I, if I want something, I tell her to get it, and she gets it. Uh-huh. That's the yeah. most untrue thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And if she, she were here right you. now, she would kill you dead. She would kill you dead, and we would cheer her on. Yeah. Just like the people in that McDonald's. Wait, you said you would step yeah. in? No, no, not in that part. Not case. Oh, my no. gosh. I would cheer. Oh, man. Uh, I would absolutely cheer that. But True. It, how about that? That would be a good segment sometime. We should just bring Amber in here and have Amber beat Jeffy up. That sounds like That's a just decent, the whole yeah. segment. We don't even explain it. It no. just happens. And we just all sit here with all the cameras. Somebody would tune in and go, why aren't they helping? Oh, they could ask that. Maybe we'll do it like, what do they call uh, Talking Dead after Walking Dead? Uh, and it was like talking, talking Bad after Breaking Bad or something. Uh, we would have I've the got plenty of conversation. Have live chats. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think you understand what I'm going for here no. um, oh. when you suggest that. But uh, we're going to come back on the other side here with our wonderful segment called Spoons and give these uh, chips a try to make your lives better. It's not because of us. Nothing to do with we us. We don't even want to do these it's things. It's a science experiment. Yeah, look, you know, at, look at these physiques. We're, you we're know looking what I'm for the we theory of everything. This. That's what we're trying to find, the theory of everything. For you. For you. And for Stephen Hawking because he hasn't found it yet. So. Yeah, yeah. Although he can make fun of people who believe something else. Yes. Okay, good. Okay, yes. I want to make sure you do that.
Bones. Bones. Ah, yes. Nicely done, Jeffy. Thank you. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck is, is that, Pat and Scoop. Is that the only voice contract, uh, voice work contract that you have right now? Just when you just say spoons like that? Spoons. Oh, okay. That's a good, good answer. Good it's answer. Good. Uh, mm -hmm. It is spoons time, Pat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Spoons came along uh, how long ago? Uh, long time ago. Yeah. It's late 60s. Late 60s. Mm -hmm. uh, Pat and I actually were, we should be clear, we were discussing it in the early 20s. Yeah. It took about 40 years to start the segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a complicated segment. It is. Uh, started you know, in 1960, so. 55 years of spoons <laughs> we're celebrating this year, uh, which is great. It's been a great year of yeah. uh, so so far. And we still have so much more to go. Been a good slightly over half a century of spoons. <laughs> and uh, today, I'm pretty excited about the segment because yeah. there's some new flavors of uh, Doritos. This yeah. is Jacked 3D. It's jalapeno, jalapeno pepper jack, jack, yeah, pepper jack, which is always good. And, and I, we, we're calling them the Illuminati chips because they look oh, like look at that. yeah, they look at the bag. They do. They look like the Illuminati. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can get it in here. That's pretty good. You like mm. it? Yeah, it's got a. Um, the pepper jack flavor is pretty good. It's mm -hmm. got, um, it doesn't, it's not like a Dorito, though. It's almost like more like a Frito. Would you say it has a taste of a Frito? Yeah, it does. It tastes, and I'm not a big Frito fan. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then these are puffy, uh, cheesy, cheddar cheese, okay. cheese it crunch, crunch. Okay. Now, these. Puffed up crunch. You'll love to munch. Have you noticed what cheese has been doing lately, Pat? I don't know if you've watched there. Oh, they're good. Um, they're pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. I, I do like these. The, the jalapeno chip pepper jack. I love pepper jack, so I'm automatically biased towards them. I like these better than, and my wife is a huge Cheez-It fan. I like these better than the regular. Cheez-It now has more varieties than there are citizens in the United States. <laughs> um, that's a little-known fact. And they have, you know which ones I love? The white cheddar ones. Mm. Have you had white cheddar Cheez-Its? They're freaking awesome. Maybe. They're really good. Um, these, now, they've now gone from, okay, every single kind of cheese every combination of kind of cheese. They came up with all these different kinds, and now they've just said, screw the Cheez-It. We're going to go with all different kinds of chips. So they have the Cheez-It, um, the one, there's one with like ridges. Have you seen these? No. They look like, uh, they're like crackers, but they have little ridges. It's not like a normal Cheez-It. And they're like in between chips and crackers. Mm -hmm. um, and those are really good. I, I don't know the name of them. See if you can find that out, Jeffy. And then these are, uh, the, these are like puffy. They almost look like pieces of cereal. Yeah. Almost like a, mm. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're not bad. Very crunchy, mm. as you can hear. Okay. But I'm most excited about this product. The new Cheetos Sweetos. For a limited time, they're sugar, they're cinnamon sugar puffs. Mm -hmm. Cheetos. I mean, that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I don't have to have a handful of those. Yeah, uh, these are only around, I guess, for maybe Easter time. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Tastes like cinnamon toast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It tastes like everything else that's, that's now cinnamon sugar, cinnamon sugar mm. crunchy. They're, they're things. They sort of dissolve in your mouth a little bit. They do. Mm -hmm. Very, very light and puffy. Right, here's a Jeffy with the cheese. It's or, yeah. Those pepper jack ones are good. Yeah, oh, yeah I like the pepper jack. Jeffy. And here's the Sweetos. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So here's what I would say about these various chips. Uh, these, uh, the Doritos Jacked, really good uh, mm. cheesy um, pepper jack flavor, which I like a lot. Uh -huh. But more of a, it's not a Doritos flavor. It's a Fritos flavor. It and is. it's it's thick. 
It's not like it's not like those like nice easy uh, Doritos chips that kind of like break apart in your mouth really no, easily. They're like it's thick. a hard crunch. Yeah, there's a, there's a structural uh, issue here, and that like it's built almost like a house. I mean, look at that. Yeah, it's got real structural integrity. Like there, oh, it's like that. made with steel girders. It's steel <laughs> girders with cheese on it. What's that? What are these little ones? Uh, these are the cheeses. We're gonna get to those here, Jeffy. You like so you like the the Jack Doritos, Pat. Jeff, like you like food food. We're all pretty positive on these, although they're not really, they feel like a Fritos product. They got a nice little hot bite to yes, them. they mm -hmm. do. It's good. And then I like these second best and probably those third. But these are pretty good, too. What do you think about these? Nothing uh, wrong with them. The cheesy ones here? The little puffies are pretty good. All right. Well, these are my, I would say, my least favorite as well, though. They're not bad. I haven't tried the big ones. I like the cheese it flavors. These are called cheese it crunchers. Um, good. Here we go. Pretty hard, cheesy flavor. Puffy like a mm -hmm. cereal. Mm-hmm. Um, and... The cheesy taste is a, not exactly my favorite. It's not as good as these, uh, as far as cheesy flavor. I no. Oh, it's my not. God. But I can see myself eating an entire bag in one sitting of all of them. Of any of these. Mm -hmm. The Sweetos. <laughs> anyway, sit down for the Super Bowl. These are oh my outstanding. God. Before halftime. Sweetos? whole bag's gone. Interesting thing about the Sweetos. First of all, mm -hmm. they taste... If you, if, you, if you eat Cheetos, you know that they're very crunchy. And they have, like, there's... They don't dissolve in your mouth. These like dissolve in your mouth. They could be a little bit more crunchy, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They break up. It's almost like a. They're light and fluffy. Very. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's exactly it. They're very light and fluffy. But in a way, I, that makes me think I could eat even more of them. I know. You it just, makes me think there's no calories here. No, no, not, there's never calories in spoons. So I'm thinking I can eat the whole bag. That's what I'm thinking. These no. are very dangerous chips right here. Yeah, these. Very dangerous. I could take down a bag of these. All right. While we finish this. Tell us, Jeffy, about the breaking news about um, uh, Sergeant Tamarisi, who was just arrested for some reason in, uh, was in, it Florida? In Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was uh, at Twin City, Georgia. Wednesday, uh, traffic violation, <laughs> carrying an open container, uh -huh. I don't know. refusing to take a DUI test. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. And that's Have it? a nice day. Yep. So he'll be arraigned. Uh, he's going to be arraigned this morning, so I guess uh, he's out. I don't know that I have Did he take a wrong turn and wound up at a bar? And so he just went inside and thought he was under arrest and had a few and then found his way it's back to possible. his car? It's very possible. But, you know, of mm -hmm. course, we're, you know, the family and spokespeople said that we're various traffic-related offenses. This guy we, has a We remind you that he's suffering from a significant mental illness oh, and yeah. respectfully I mean, request privacy. Okay. We all remain committed mm -hmm. to getting him the help he needs. And of course that's all true. Um, I would I would yeah. at this point probably recommend Uber. It's time to uh, yes. to get the Uber app right. and let other people drive you around. because uh, we're having issues with that. If they, you know, this is true, we'll, we'll find out of course. You know, you could say the same thing to an awful lot of NFL and NBA yes, stars. Oh absolutely. Could. Yeah, they who have, have who have $30 million a year, and then they, they get into their car and drive drunk. You I mean, the say. NFL provides it. Yep. Yeah. Free I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. dumb not yeah. to use that. That's but stupid. Yeah, if you get busted in the that's NFL, you go ahead, just leave. Something's wrong with you. Yeah, go work somewhere else. Okay, these are getting better and better. These I love them. <laughs> you know what I will say, Pat? Tell me if you agree. Uh-huh. There's a buttery taste to them. It's yeah. not just the cinnamon sugar. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of a buttery taste to them, which is, I think, why I said initially... <laughs> Even more healthy. Yeah, yeah. Why I said initially the um, uh, cinnamon toast, uh, like, cinnamon toast situation, mm -hmm. where you... Mm. Oh, my God. These are excellent. Oh, my God. I, I like all three of them. Fluffy. I go this order, one, two, three. Me too. But they're all very good. Jeffy? Jeffy? I'll live with that. That's fine. i got to have some more Jack, though, here pretty soon. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. I hope you found this as informative as we did and as valuable as we have. Oh. And we're only here for you. This you is only science for you. You didn't even offer it. I mean, you could try one. It's... Um, so, yeah. Go ahead and is take that it. Jacked? Take it. Yeah. Just, uh... Oh, you should let him try the cinnamon. Oh, you want all oh, cinnamon? Yeah, we need to try the cinnamon too. Yeah. They could do that here. It's really good. Yeah. Light and Go ahead and up. try one of those. Try it. Just crunch it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sweet -toes. Hey. Get it? They're not Cheetos. Fine, I'll take them. They're sweets, and we call them Sweetos. <laughs> really clever. <laughs>